Hey friends, welcome to Boca, a podcast exploring the ever-blurring lines between the personal and business lives of professional photographers. This is your host, Nathan Holritz, and I'm bringing you a special episode of the Boca podcast today called Workflow Wednesday. During these special edition episodes, myself and my co-hosts will focus on helping you develop more efficient daily and weekly workflows around post-production, communication, task and project management, time management, file and image management, and yes, the list does go on. We're going to save you an incredible amount of time in your work week, and we promise not to be too nerdy. This podcast is brought to you by Photographer's Edit, custom image editing for the professional photographer. Just visit photographersedit.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back for Workflow Wednesday. Yes, here with uh, Haley Gaffin and Rich and Heather Smith. How uh, have you guys been? And I'm going to just immediately kind of direct this conversation to Rich and Heather because they have kind of the biggest recent news to share with us. How have you guys been? Good. Good. You're, you're going you're gonna to make everybody think that's Heather's pregnant and she's not. <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> yeah, you have to be clear. She's not pregnant. <laughs> No, uh, no, we're we're doing good. We you guys are. just got back from a really big vacation. Where did you go? We did. This was a really meaningful trip. The most meaningful trip that I think we've ever taken. Yeah. Um, all growing up as a little girl, as long as I can remember, my dad's biggest bucket list item was a trip to Alaska, um, specifically an Alaskan cruise. And um, about a year and a half ago, around Christmas time, Rich and I and my mom started talking, and we're like. If not now, when? Like, let's make this happen. We're, we're let's not, we're fulfill not this. We're we're, yeah, none, none of us are getting any younger. You know, it's just it's just that realization that um, something like that is just going to take a little bit of proactive effort and planning and just seizing the day. You yep. know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I don't think any of us are ever going to be sitting around going, "Gosh, what do we do with all this extra money?" So we're just going to plan it. We're going to schedule <laughs> I, it. I do. We're going to save. <laughs> we're going to. We're going to plan. We're going to save. We're going to. We're going to do. You know, we're going to book it, and we're going to surprise my dad with it, and we're going to go do this incredible thing. And so, yeah, um, it was really cute surprising my dad with it because it just took a while for him to get it. And then once he got it, that he was going to go on an Alaskan cruise, no. it took a little bit more time for him to actually understand that we were all going with him. Yeah. So um, you were just sending was, him by himself or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, he yeah. thought, we were, he thought yeah. it was just he and my mom. Yeah, no. Okay. okay. So, it was just a meaningful, incredible. I don't use the word epic lightly. It was, um, it was epic. It was epic. <laughs> it was I, I have to say, I, the other night, um, I was with Jill. And for context, for those listening in, my girlfriend Jill and I happened to jump on Facebook. I think maybe we were looking at something, and I saw Heather's post pop up, and I was like, "Oh, they posted pictures!" It was like 148 <laughs> pictures all at once, and we literally just like scrolled through and, and looked at them. Yeah, it was great though because I wanted to see what what you guys have been up to. I felt like the only people that would make it through that album. I'm not normally that excessive, but I have a couple aunts who actually have gone on an Alaskan cruise and wanted to see pictures, but they live in California. And I was like, listen, I'll just put this up here. Believe it or not, that wasn't all the pictures. Um, I'm not surprised. That was me being a little selective, but uh, I did put too many. It's a little, it's a little ridiculous, but I thought, you know what? No one's going to force people to look at them if they don't want to see them. So. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. And by the way, I know that there was conversation beforehand. All those photographers listening in may be curious. Did you take a quote unquote professional camera or did you just go with the iPhone? 
That's a great question. Great question, Nathan. So we, I will say this. <laughs> yeah, we, the best purchase. The best purchase. Yes. Right, go ahead. I apologize. Go ahead. No, we, yeah. Rich and I are. I'll even talk a lot. Let me talk. Let me talk. The, the, the like, like, uh, is my turn? No. I, so, uh, so uh, I, I was a little, um, I was a little kind of upset with Heather because all she wanted uh, was for me to actually upgrade my phone yeah. to the newest iPhone. And yeah. my, uh, I had an iPhone 6S. Um, so that's an old phone, but it worked just fine. I'm like, to me, I'm like, I, I don't want to upgrade yeah. things just to upgrade them. And, uh, but which I have to say, I mean, for again, more context for everybody listening in, Rich is a little bit surprising for you because yeah. I think you and yeah. I both kind of had a history of like, oh, the next thing's out, let's go get it. Yep. But I, yeah, I think we've both kind of calmed down a little bit. Yeah, we, we, mm -hmm. we have, we have. Mm -hmm. I, um, I think that, um, I've just learned through my, uh, um, just I guess through with age that I there's no way to keep up with technology now, nowadays, so why try? I mean, like, mm -hmm. there's just literally no way. Mm -hmm. uh, it is an endless race uh, of trying to uh, keep up with the latest and greatest, and uh, and so mm -hmm. and so yeah. I've, I guess become more satisfied for uh, with the technology that I have and you mm -hmm. uh, use it to its utmost. So so uh, so Heather actually did te uh, talk um, taught me into buying the latest iPhone. So I got the uh, the iPhone uh, XS, and um, mm -hmm. and I have to say, my wife is so wise. Yeah. This phone, <laughs> It's amazing. It was amazing. So, uh, and so, um, so yeah, we invested in just a really, the really nice uh, iPhone because we we actually had a, a couple other of our friend photographers who used simply the iPhone on vacation. Yep. And um, and their their photos were amazing. And yes. so like so and so uh, uh, that's what we did. Mm -hmm. And we were just, we were just I was blown away by by the images that that I was able to get just with my iPhone. So uh, yeah, and, I just, and, and I it, was, it was great because it's always in my pocket. You know, I don't have to like there's not something I don't have to carry around ten pounds worth of you know hundred um, percent. You know, yeah. Looking back, I can't even imagine trying to haul our pro gear on a trip like this. We mm -hmm. were extremely mobile. We were able to go and do yep. and climb and hike and yeah, I, the whole it just wouldn't have been yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm thankful that he upgraded. I still have my little success, you know, I'm trying to be content with now that I see the pictures coming <laughs> off of this thing. I know. Yeah. I think she but, should use my phone more than I have used my own phone because yeah. she just wants, she wants it now. Yeah. She wants my phone. Yeah. The cameras. It's, it is amazing. Yeah. So no yeah. regrets. No this regrets. is So this is good advice for everybody. All right. So the XS, yeah. um, which has, yeah. is it the dual lens on the back? So you had the zoom and regular. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it has the portrait lens in the front as well, which is, uh, which I thought was su surprising. Um, I was able to actually take uh, some portrait photos of, of us with the, with the, the background completely blurred out and look so professional looking. I, I was, I was, uh, I don't know how that works with the front front facing because I know the back yeah. facing it uses the technology kind of, so it uses one lens to kind of like determine uh, depth but only has one one lens in the front, and but but whatever Apple has done, they've done an incredible job like because it. because uh, <laughs> I can you know now take a portrait uh, of us or a selfie and uh, and and blur the background it was great. I love it. That's cool. All right. So, well, this is yeah. good. Um, and by the way, this is Workflow Wednesday. In case anybody was curious, and actually for those of you who are new to. Uh, maybe the podcast, certainly to the idea of Workflow Wednesday. Uh, this is something. It's been kind of a I don't know, a semi-long running show that we had going back at least a year. Is it 2018 or 17, Haley, that we started? I think it was seven. Uh, no, I think we started at the very beginning of 2018. Yeah. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. So we, we've taken, needless to say, a bit of a sabbatical, which is um, a convenient segue to today's conversation, yeah. which actually has to do with planning for a sabbatical. Yeah. Uh, we had, we'll just keep it simple and say there's been a lot going on on the photographer's edit front. We're actually getting ready to launch another brand, another company as well. Uh, and we also didn't just want to be putting out additional content for the sake of putting out additional content. We were putting out already three episodes a week at the Book of Podcasts, regular episodes. And um, we didn't want to just keep doing Workflow Wednesday just for the sake of doing it without actually having something to add a value um, and having a variety of guests. So it's going to be maybe a little bit more sporadic, but we want to keep doing these. If for nothing other than Rich wants to be center of attention um, more often. <laughs> And uh, so we're going to make sure that we give him that opportunity. He's my ego. We've created this series very simply to focus on workflow because um, what, where you know, the topic of workflow, if you're like you're scrolling through Instagram and you see a post about workflow, it's not necessarily the thing that you want to spend your time looking at. It's not the sexiest of topics. Yeah. Reality is that we all spend our time in one form or another on workflow day in and day out as b- photography business owners. And so we wanted to spend time specifically talking about workflow, how to create efficient workflow so that we can do more than just sit in front of our computers all day, every day. And so that is the purpose of the show. Um, In addition to talking about Rich and Heather's vacations, of course. (laughs) Uh, But before we get into today's topic, which again has to do with planning for a sabbatical, we're going to give Rich and Heather an opportunity to be able to share how they plan to get away for, was it 10 days? It was two weeks. It was was exactly two weeks. Yeah. So full-time business owners and still were able to get away in the middle of the summer of all things. And Rich is, is a wedding photographer, still able to get away for a couple of weeks, which is huge. We're going to talk about how you, our listeners and viewers, for those of you who are watching Facebook Live at uh, on, on facebook.com slash edit, or if you're listening on the Boca podcast, bocapodcast.com, um, how you can plan for an upcoming sabbatical, an upcoming vacation and not get absolutely drowned in the process. We're going to get into that here in just a second. But I love small talk and just conversation. And I'd love to get y'all's take, Rich and Heather, on an interesting piece of news, conversation, or otherwise that you've heard in the industry in the last week or so, something that we need to talk about. Yeah. Rich came across this really cool article that we were reading. Um, It's a a senator in Missouri who uh, really feels compelled to do something about what he feels like. And I think a lot of us feel like is a huge problem today is um, social media addiction. And so he has actually come up with a plan that he is presenting uh, that would actually affect how social media Mm -hmm. companies like Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat are actually able to function. And um, there's a long word wordy acronym for this, but the uh, it's it's he reduces it down to smart the word smart and really? so he's actually talking about um, the um, endless scroll features the fact that um, th- there's no logical stopping place which is one of the ways that social media companies make money he's talking about the fact that when one video stops playing on YouTube another one immediately be starts mm. these are all um, behaviors just, that feed it's just the, the addictive nature of social media and yeah. it's becoming a bigger and bigger problem you know yeah. and so yeah it's a very interesting uh, the very it's a very interesting because we've talked about this before <clears throat> that it's not getting better the the, uh, the aspect of like 
uh, being addicted to uh, to your device, or social media, mm-hmm. um, is, uh, that whole aspect of it, they're getting better and better at, at, at human nature and social media as, as, as learning. And, and brain uh, psychology. And brain psychology you know? and, and learning how to keep us uh, attached to our phones. And, and most people will, uh, or a lot of people will have like self-control, be like, okay, this is becoming a problem. I'm going to disconnect for a while. Um, but but there are some who who don't even know as a problem, you know, um, or aren't equipped with the skills to handle the addictive nature of social media. So I think right. that the main the, the the thing that was so compelling and interesting to us about this article was that we have um, the whole concept of a societal issue or what some would call a problem, which is social media addiction. And then the government, the idea of the government stepping in to actually legislate what these social media companies are actually able to do and not able to do. So the idea of, I mean, you know, in college, we talked a lot about legislating morality. And now I feel like we're talking about legislating Mm. social media addiction, which I think is a very interesting, probably very, will be very controversial topic, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm because people want their rights and their freedoms, Mm -hmm. you know. So this um, is funny because I literally just posted about this article in my, my stories today uh, as well. I I saw it pop up, but it is an interesting one. And I'm curious, um, Haley, you've been a little quiet. I'd love to get your take on, on this topic (laughs) and your perspective on whether or not the government should kind of oversee this, or if we should just take some responsibility for our behavior. Yeah. So I completely understand the thought process of not of us as a society and community actually realizing that we do have this addictive behavior with social media, because I totally get it. I can sit and scroll Instagram until I just get bored with it. And then I'm like, Oh, I just spent 30 minutes scrolling Instagram for no reason. But at the same time, like if all of the, cause I did go in and read the article. Um, mm-hmm. If all of the things that they were mentioning, like the endless scrolling and the autoplay work for video were removed, that would make my experience as a user not as one like great. I wouldn't have like, mm. if I had to go and find another way to continue scrolling or if I had to click back and go find another video, I wouldn't spend as much time in the app, but I would probably find something else to do with it, which could in turn hurt Facebook, which in turn hurts other businesses that are advertising on there mm-hmm. because Facebook's costs will go up because no, not as many people are spending money. So then your ads are going to cost more money. Mm-hmm. So that's my, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's an yeah. interesting thing to think about here and that it would significantly affect our economy. The way our economy functions now is greatly affected by our interact- interaction with mm-hmm. Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something I don't think I saw mentioned in the article at all. And it's definitely mm-hmm. a, a potential ramification of, of a change like this. The thing that stood out to me was and the there was a phrase used in it. Um, I think they actually used the, the phrase freedom of choice. Um, and suggesting that the way that Instagram or some of these social media yeah. platforms are designed, that it actually um, inhibits yeah. our freedom of choice, which is a really interesting concept yeah. uh, and not altogether surprising to read in our 2019 culture where mm-hmm. our culture as a whole seems to kind of lean toward this idea that outside forces are controlling our behavior, that we don't actually have responsibility, nor do we have the ability to take action proactively to control mm-hmm. our behavior, our mentality, and then our behavior. Um, and that was bothersome to me. And, and that's why I think this is most bothersome. I mean, the idea that government gets involved in one other thing yeah. in and of itself isn't right. altogether surprising, certainly. And, and I don't 
I don't even see it as particularly bothersome in this case. What I'm yeah. more concerned about is the overall cultural men mindset or mentality, which is mm -hmm. I can't control myself. So in this case, the government's got to step in and do it for me. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that's a really, yeah. that's a, that's a slippery slope to go down on multiple levels. It is. Yeah. Once you yeah. get, once you give the government control, then it's hard to get it back. So well, there's, there's that piece, but then how does that translate to everything else in your life? If you can't do something yeah. as simple as put your Instagram, you close your Instagram app or put your phone yeah. down yeah. and go yeah. do something else. You don't have that self-control as a, you know, a 25, 30, 35, 48 year old, what does that say about you and your character? And, and so that's, that's, I, I, yeah. yeah. Well, I, the next I, thing I, we know, I, they're going to call it a disease probably, yeah. <laughs> right? you know, yeah. really, but, but, they're, but, they're, but, they're, but they're doing the same kind of stuff with like, uh, with, with, um, soda tax of like, Hey, uh, we are, we're having an obese problem in, in, in the United States and, mm -hmm. and, uh, and to help with the, this obese problem, we're going to tax soda so that it's less, uh, you know, attractive for, for people to, to, to get a Coke, you know? Um, and so, and th in that way, you know, you know, uh, government is kind of, you know, legislating behavior as well, you know, like, Hey, th there's a pro there's a behavioral problem here. So we're going to make it less, uh, uh, attractive by doing this and that. So, I mean, like, like, again, like, um, it's, it's, it can be, a, yeah, like you said, it can be a slippery slope, you know, like, uh, like what, what else are you going to, well, you know? and that Senator also seems to be coming at it from an extreme perspective that it's pretty much always all bad, mm -hmm. you know, social media. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think that this is someone who's approaching it from a balanced perspective. Like this right. could be a really good thing, you mm -hmm. know? Um, it, it seems to be kind of one-sided. So mm -hmm. I, I thought it was very interesting, though, for a topic of conversation. Oh, very much so. Well, and I'm, I'm curious <laughs> to get everybody's thoughts. So if you're watching yeah. live, yeah. don't hesitate to comment down below. Um, and, and, man, it's been so long since we've done the show, so I have to remember. First of all, Rich and Heather, Rich and Heather Smith um, with Rich Smith <laughs> Photography and Haley Gaffin, who probably most of you listening in know, produces the Boca Podcast and heads up digital marketing at Photographer's Edit and the Boca Podcast. I didn't even introduce you guys effectively earlier, so I apologize. Hey, we're only 20 that. minutes uh, in. It's yeah, not too late. Yeah. <laughs> we just jump right in. Who are you guys? But not only that, we are pushing this out to Facebook Live. So um, I used to, to say we do this every Wednesday. It's going to be more sporadic, but when we do push these out, you can follow us um, at uh, on Boca Podcast, so B-O-K-E-H Podcast on Instagram and stay up to date on when these Workflow, Workflow Wednesday episodes will be coming out. And you also know that we'll be pushing out to Facebook Live, so facebook.com slash Photogs Edit, which is the, the mm -hmm. Photographer's Edit Facebook page. And uh, so if you're watching live, comment down below. We'd love to know your thoughts about uh, this yeah. potential bill. If you're listening yeah. into the Boca podcast um, after the fact, and we'll be pushing this out in an audio version by 6 Eastern uh, this evening on Wednesday, uh, let us just send us an email. You can send it to Nathan at photographersedit.com or Haley at photographersedit.com. Uh, what would be really fun eventually is to maybe do some live episodes where we read comments uh, yeah. from from uh, our listeners. It'd be kind of fun to get into some of that too in the future. An angry but... mail. I want to hear, <laughs> I want to hear angry Why mail. are you talking politics? On the exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So well, uh, I, I, got a, I got a quick question before we get into our main topic. Yeah. When you, uh, we, we all like to travel. So what, what is your main, like, 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 what is your main thing that you like to, uh, do you like to collect something when, when you go to a new place? Uh, do, if there's something that you particularly like to do or get um, to, 
to to as a, a souvenir, a, a souvenir, a keepsake. yeah, keepsake yeah. of that you've been to this place. Is there something a go to thing that you like to like to find? That's funny. I don't think I. I I'm, <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, we take pictures. Okay. Yeah. Have conversations. Really? That, no, that's my number one is pictures. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Obviously. So. But no, I don't. I don't collect. I'm very yeah. much a minimalist. I don't really collect anything. No. Right. Do Do you guys have something? Well, Haley's uh, nodding her head I vigorously. Do. <laughs> yeah. Haley, what do you yeah, collect? What, what, yeah. So I collect a couple of things. The first thing I collect is the currency. Um, yep. okay. If I'm traveling internationally. Nice. And I've done it since I was a kid. My husband even has a collection of currency that he's found. Like he never left the country until our honeymoon. Okay. And when we got married, Same. we were like Same. getting all of our stuff together. And we both realized we had this international currency coin collection. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Silly. But uh, the other thing I collect is mugs. So every oh. place I've been since uh, I want to say college was when I started this mug collection. So every, if I go to a country, every city that I go to in that country, I get a mug. Um, wow. And same with my inner or my stateside travel for the most part, there's been a few trips that I've like, didn't really see the city. I was there for a conference. I didn't get a mug, but um, right, if I'm right. spending good time there. There's a mug involved. <laughs> so she'll need a custom kitchen at some point. I know. I was we were doing the mug thing and our, and our cabinet is getting full. We don't yeah. have any more room. Yeah. Oh, so, you, so this was something you guys did as well. The whole mug thing. Oh, we've yeah. done mugs, t-shirts oh, yeah. and I, I, we like, um, I, like the, I like the t-shirts thing. Um, mm-hmm. my, our girls collect pins. Uh, they're starting to collect pins and, oh. and keychains and keychains and putting yeah. the pins on, on their, on their purse. So like, so like they'll have like a maple leaf on, on like their a, backpack. or their backpack, you know, their yeah. travel backpack. So and so and so, uh, yeah. So hopefully it would just get larger, just small little pins. You can and get and just show so it's all space the places, efficient. All, yeah. the, all the places that they've been and, and that's uh, cool. So yeah. so anyway, yeah, I, I, I was just curious. So Haley, but I think you and I may have talked about this before. But re- remind me, do you have like this fancy custom cabinet for all of the mugs? So like, how do you fit all of those? So I. The mug collection is both a travel thing and like an adorable mug collection. <laughs> so I don't actually drink out of my travel mugs. They're in a like what looks like a china cabinet, I guess you could call it. Okay. okay. And then oh, like on display. I, okay. Yeah. And then I drink out of my cute mugs, like friends okay. themed mugs or Grey's Anatomy themed mugs, all <laughs> the nice. like pop culture style. Do you have do you have a favorite mug? Yes. So I have a, a Harry Potter mug that I drink uh, out of the most, but it's, yeah, it's not like if you didn't watch the movies, you wouldn't know it's Harry Potter themed. Oh, oh really? What's, is there a subtlety to it then? <laughs> yeah. If y'all keep talking, I can run and grab it really fast. So, there's okay. <laughs> so yeah, well do, cause for, we need to draw people in for the, the live, the video version of this. <laughs> so like we want to see your mug, but Rich and Heather, yeah. do your kids are doing pins? And, and you guys do pins as well, and or do you pins, do something? And they collect keychains. And they also collect uh, uh, like bumper stickers or, or basically stickers. Um, but and, you know what I just discovered that exists that I did not know before this trip, and it makes me really sad. Um, so the girls actually got their first passport stamps. Um, so we had to get them passports for this trip. This is the first time they've left the country, other than the Bahamas, which on a cruise ship you don't need a passport for. So they have a Canadian stamp in their passport. But I did not know, and maybe I'm just, maybe everyone knows except me, but there are passport books for the national parks. And the girls have been to a few national parks, and I just ordered them on Amazon, so they're going to come in a couple days. 
but we could have used them on this trip because we went to a couple different national parks and you can get a stamp just like you get a stamp in your passport. You can get a stamp in these books that are specifically oh. for, for national park stamps. Okay. Maybe like Glacier Bay National Park, you know, the, the Yukon, you know, and, and so, yeah, that kind of stuff, so, so awesome. I feel sad that I wasn't prepared in that way. So maybe that's a little nugget. Someone's we, about to we, leave the country <laughs> and, or someone's about to go to a national park in the country and they can yeah. grab one of those. So what we just did, we just put in their regular passports, their, their U S passports. We're just like, yeah, stamp. <laughs> that, that next time that you travel out of the country, that they're going to be the officer is going to be looking through and being like, "What is what? that? What in the world? What is that? What country is this? <laughs> what a glacier? Haley, we want to see. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's it says Grimald Place on it, and it's from Harry Potter. It's the little place um, that is. If you've ever been to Universal next to the train station, that's what it's from. Like. It's in London, but it's not in the like wizarding world of Harry Potter oh. part of Harry Potter. Okay. Okay. That's great. This I, is I my like newest. <laughs> what is that? Park Central Park. Who wouldn't love that? Nice. The, the, the amazing things that those of you all that don't come to the Facebook live video are missing out on Harry Potter <laughs> mugs, friends <laughs> mugs. It's true. Yeah. And, I mean, and like, National my, Park passport. My, my Vancouver, my Vancouver t-shirt. Rich's Vancouver t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yes. She has catch a can, the catch a can t-shirt. Oh, um, we love we love this we, is Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. So no, that's yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Skagway. So well, I, I wanna I want to in some form or fashion make this at least a little bit practical for, for those sure. listening in and kind of let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> Um, and, and actually make this workflow Wednesday episode. But mm-hmm. as I mentioned earlier, we're going to talk a little bit about how to plan for a sabbatical or a getaway or a vacation um, so that you're number one, not overwhelmed going into it. Because I know I've personally been guilty of that, like just do, trying to do so much at the last minute that you're up until very late and then you wake up exhausted in the first day. And it's just, and that's no fun to do either. And you get stressed out going into the vacation. Mm-hmm. But you also don't want to be stressed out coming back from the vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, we've got some questions for you, Rich and Heather. Yeah. We want your insight, your wisdom, uh, and your advice. And uh, I'm going to let Haley take, take this away and a- ask the first one. Okay. Yeah. So the first question that I had in mind was like, when you're preparing to go on these vacations, do you create a to-do list for before you leave while you're gone? And when you come back and how are you like, what does that process look like for managing it? That is so sweet that you think so highly of us that you think we're <laughs> we we really do. We do a lot of communicating the week, uh, the week and a couple of weeks leading up to a vacation, especially one like what we just took, which is actually we knew going to be two weeks long. Yeah. Um, this vacation was a little different from some of the ones that we take because my family lives in South Florida, and some of the times that we're gone out of the state for two or three weeks at a time. Those are times that we bring our laptops. We're fully connected to the internet the whole time. And that's a very different scenario than what we're talking about right now. What we had to do this time around was prepare for what ended up being um, uh, two days in Anchorage, Alaska, a seven-day cruise, and then three days in Vancouver, Canada, all of which internet was going to be almost non-existent unless we were connected to Wi-Fi. We decided Mm -hmm. we really needed to be present. We really needed to um, disconnect and we really wanted this to feel like a true uh, vacation and break from from work and from our business. So, um, we, we, yeah, we really wanted to be present because we knew, like, obviously, th- this is not going to be something that um, we were going to be doing a lot. Like, we're not going to be coming back here in a couple of years. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, we're not going to. 
it's, it's going to be a while, you know. Yeah. And so it was actually very interesting. Um, even on the on the cruise ship, uh, we, we would be going to these amazing places, and uh, uh, over the loudspeakers, they were they were encouraging people over and over and over again. So take take one photo with your with your phone, but put your phone down and and like That's and like cool. and take be present and take this in, take this wow. in because. Yeah, because uh, I've never been somewhere where the cruise we've been on. This was our fourth cruise and I've never been on a cruise before where it was just repeatedly emphasized over and over and over. Put your devices down. I mean, like the cruise director over the loudspeaker, be in the moment. Like you're just, the surroundings are that incredible Mm -hmm. that epic epic, that (laughs) again, I know that word's been overused, but um, Mm. so, so anyway, Haley, leading up to this particular vacation, knowing that we wouldn't have our laptops, we wouldn't really have much internet, and we wouldn't be editing the way we sometimes do when we go down to uh, Florida or elsewhere, I actually, um, Rich and I communicated, we had shot several weddings leading up to this, which we send off to Photographer's Edit, which has an amazing turnaround. We get the back (laughs) and a very, very high priority for us before we leave on a trip, um, particularly one like this. High, high priority for her. Very high priority for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, hey, my, the, the class can live without you. <laughs> I'm approaching this she's, she's, from an emotional standpoint as a woman. And when a woman has gone and had, had a photo shoot, they've gotten married, they've had a wedding, they've had an engagement session, it becomes a very high dominant priority in their mind and in their thought process of sure. getting the images back. And so yeah. he, he gets out of touch with that a little bit. So I keep him on track. Whatever. So for me, <laughs> for me, having all of our images delivered to our clients before we left for the trip was yes. very important. Yes. Now, again, she, she's, she's way wider than I am. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, whatever. And she's, and, uh, but, but well, our, our clients like her a whole lot more than they like me. No, uh, I just know that I'm not going to be able to go on a vacation and disconnect mentally the way that I want to, mm-hmm. if we have clients waiting on images for yeah. me, that's one of the biggest parts of our business. Right. So yeah. Rich had shot, he had photographed um, several full length um, weddings before we left, which we sent to photographers edit. And as we got them back, we released them before we left. He had also photographed an abbreviated smaller um, wedding that we wouldn't have had time to send to edit despite the awesome turnaround time. We wouldn't have had like the, the window is too small. We wouldn't have been able to send it away and get it back in time. So I went ahead because I so need closure as it relates to this. Um, I went ahead and just edited that, that wedding. That was probably about half the length of one of our normal weddings. Okay. And so I edited that wedding and I ha- and we released it to our client probably the day before, maybe mm-hmm. two days before we left. The day before. I think the day before we left so that those particular clients also had their images. So I would say for me, that making sure nobody's waiting on images is the highest priority before we go. Well, um, it's also just a lot of planning. I mean, we did have an, a, a year and a half of, uh, of, of knowing that we're going to be going on this, on this really epic vacation. So, and so I, I was purposely, I purposely did uh, uh, make sure that um, the, the, like the wedding that I, sh- I did shoot, it was uh, just a small wedding. It wasn't like, it wasn't mm-hmm. a full size wedding. Uh, I, I turned down several weddings uh, a couple uh, from uh, a week before the, um, the the cruise, and then um, in a week after the cruise, our our, our vacation. So because uh, I I didn't want to. Uh, first of all, we didn't know what our our transition back from our vacation was going to be like, and uh, especially when you like when you're going across uh, around the world 
or for, for us, Alaska's, uh, Alaska has their, their own time time zone. So it's, it's actually four hours uh, time difference. Uh, wow. from us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like you just don't, you just don't know what your body's going to react to once you've been there for, for a couple of weeks, you come back, you have jet lag, uh, you're getting back into the swing of things. You just don't know what you're going to feel like for me. I got sick. Um, and so, uh, and so I am uh, Heather's and I was just so thankful that like I, I, I turned down work. I, I, I didn't have a wedding, um, on that weekend and thank yep. goodness I didn't because I wouldn't have been able to shoot it. I, I was, I was down for the count in yeah. bed, you know? So, so um, outside of I mean, when you have, um, and I like the, the proactivity and, and not scheduling any big jobs before you leave. So you're not overwhelmed with having to turn those around really quickly. Right. Yeah. Any outstanding images to the clients. That's really yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Any other additional kind of loose ends that needed to be tied up outside of those, uh, really, I guess the delivery of the images. I think making sure that any money that we've gotten is deposited and mm-hmm. and um, included, uh, indicated in shoot uh, queue, so that our clients know we've received their payment. They're not getting emails automated by shoot queue while we're gone, saying you know this money is due or you owe this money. Like so, uh, we try to tie up things like that that we okay. know would be automated from our software systems okay. while we're gone. Now that can't be completely prevented because some people did send money while we were gone. So we much, can talk so, so much money. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about this later. I think you've already skipped ahead to the next question. Uh, oh, that's fine. It's actually a great segue, really, because like, yeah. you're talking about communication. So let's let's actually yeah. jump to that um, yeah. communication while you're gone. I know it's easy because we have our phones. I'm lifting up my phone for those of you who are not watching uh, on video, but because we have our phones, easy access to communication any and everywhere, it seems like mm-hmm. um, it would be easy to think, oh, well, I can just, you know, quote, check my email every once in a while while I'm on vacation. And I know you guys said that you were trying to stay disconnected as much oh, yeah. as possible from electronics. So what did, what did that look like? I guess, number one, with regards to like an autoresponder, did you set up an autoresponder? Um, yeah. And then how did you manage any other co- incoming communication while you were out for two weeks? Um, so, uh, so yeah, we, we did a, an autoresponder and, um, and for the m- most part, like, like th- we could have gotten a, the internet package on the ship. We could have had internet um, while on the ship, but I, but again, I made a valued decision that like, mm-hmm. I, um, I, I don't, I'm not going to go once the kids go go to bed, that I'm going to go um, off to another part of the ship and 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 get work done because again, uh, that means that uh, I'm taking away from my experience, for, uh, especially with our family. Or I may I may be going to bed late, therefore I'm going to be tired the next day. Like yeah. I, I just I decided to just just shut it, just completely shut it down. We didn't we didn't get the internet package. We were we didn't even have a, a choice when it came to uh, with 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 no internet. So yeah, we definitely did an, an autoresponder. The autoresponder, uh, it, it, uh, it sent it to everyone who, who sent an email to me. It sent, it sent an email back just saying, Here, hey, I'm going to be out of the office. This is what's happening. We're, we're not, I'm not going to get back to this particular time. And uh, just be, be patient with me. Well, um, and he and, made it a little fun too. Like you're going to get a much nicer, more rested rich when, when <laughs> I return, you know, that kind of stuff, just to put a, put a personal touch to it. It yeah. wasn't like all business, boring, dull, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I feel so, like even with that, when you get an inquiry from a client while you're away, because yeah. we've talked in the past about how we, um, sh- how the kinds of softwares that we use, we've done a workflow Wednesday on this before. I remember talking about how we have certain apps that, um, when we're busy or when we're trying to get focused work done, we, we don't allow email to come in during that mm. period of time. Mm-hmm. But Rich mentioned at the time, he will still allow 
inquiries to come in because we always want to be very, very attentive to an inquiry because that is the first um, that is the first interaction someone has with our business. And so sure. our turnaround time on inquiries has always been really good. Um, but even with those, with this autoresponder that he set up that had that had a little bit of personality to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it let the people know why he wasn't responding right away. Anybody who might be inquiring, inquiring with us or emailing in general about anything mm-hmm. and just made it a little bit fun and, you know, apologize for the inconvenience. Mm-hmm. And most of the time people are extremely reasonable, especially with travel. Yeah. I, I, um, uh, people love, love travel. They understand travel. They understand like, Hey, I'm getting away and, and being disconnected. Yep. And, and so um, the crazy thing is that when when I got back, I started started uh, following up with with these people who had inquired with me. Every single one of them contacted me back. Like there was no ghosting, really? no ghosting at all. I mean, like they're like, I was like, hey, is it is it too late? I mean, are y'all still interested? And everyone was like, yeah, we're, yeah, uh, we're doing this, and uh, we're uh, we haven't selected a photographer. We're still interested. Blah blah. blah. Wow. Um, and so mm-hmm. yeah, we got your you got we got your your auto reply like like they 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 just, everyone understood just everyone understood that's cool um, and and to me I'm like those are the kind of clients I want anyway if if yep. I want a client there that's like you know what you didn't get back to me in three point five seconds I'm I'm not going to hire you then then uh mm-hmm. um then I I just or, or it's not going to allow me to be able to disconnect and be be present with my family on, on vacation then I, I don't yeah. I don't need them anyway so. so but this is a very proactive approach um, do you did you have any sense of internally of like a, a FOMO of missing out on that incoming inquiry and not getting the job like what what helped ease your mind enough not to be thinking about that so much. No, uh, that, that's a conscious, conscientious thing. It just, it really is. It's a, okay. uh, maybe it's a personality thing for me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, but I mean, like, uh, I, uh, I, this is the first vacation again, like Heather said, when normally we go on vacation, I mean, we'll, we'll go down to Fort Lauderdale for three weeks. It's no big deal because I mean, uh, I have my laptop with me. I'm working, um, during the day. I'm, I'm like, we're going to a coffee shop. It's no big deal. But this is the very first time that we we've really gone on vacation that I did not bring my laptop. Um, and I, and, and I disconnected from the internet and I, it was just almost like, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm disconnecting. So, uh, That's so um, and, and, and I think I just, I just had to make that conscious decision. Like what happens happens, uh, th- uh again, it all goes back to like, Hey, we, we plan for this. Mm. Um, we're not crazy spenders. So, so, um, so like we have money in the bank it's, it's not like we are stressed. We have to get this yeah. next job. If we don't get this next job, we're not going to be able to eat the next. Um, uh, is this, yeah, this really like, does go back to your priorities and your yeah. value system and how you live. And for us, we live below our means so yeah. that we don't have to live in a yeah, a hamster wheel trying to just yeah. you know being, I, being stressed all the time. I you know, mean, like it's just not gonna, not yeah, gonna we're not going to impress anybody with our cars, but that's not important to us. Like you have to make decisions about what your priorities are in life, and then yep. follow through with your decisions based on that. And so that's good. If we were highly competitive. We're all about, we're obsessed with our reputation. We're workaholics. We have to be the best. We want to be, if we have these aspirations for ourselves that involve us being at the top and no one else, you know, like we can't let anyone else catch up, you know, then, then you do become a workaholic and then you can't take time off and you are worried about what happens if these clients don't hire me and what happens to my brand if I'm not posting on social media every day for two weeks. But again, that's not our value system. We want to run a business with integrity. We want to make our clients happy. We want to de- deliver fantastic images with a great turnaround time. We want to establish good relationships with them. But 
but none of that hinges on us being able to be on call 24 hours a day, you know, 365 days a, a, a year. You know what I mean? You know, I, like I almost just want to stop the show right there because that, I was just thinking like that. the last three minutes, that right there is worth its weight in gold. And certainly our time here today is well, really, really good stuff from both of you. I, it, it really does. We can talk about tips and tricks and, and all this stuff all day long. It all should really be rooted in a value system, every single thing that we do. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you pointed that out. Both of you pointed out the, the fact that you're not stressed out about missing out potentially even on a job or two because mm-hmm. you're not. You're, you're living below your means. So you've, you've planned, you saved, mm-hmm. you're not yeah. worried that there's only $2 left in the bank because mm-hmm. you're not living like a crazy person. Yeah. And, yeah. and you've got a system in place too, which proactively you're able to at least respond to a client on a basic level and then get back mm-hmm. with them when you come back. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but this is good. It all does start with values. And I'm so glad that you all went there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we've kind of, we've, we've covered the gamut really here, but Haley, will you take the, the very last question I think that has to deal a little bit more with what happens when you come back. Yeah. So um, one of the things that I was wondering was um, how are you able to separate yourself from work altogether? But when you do get back, what does that look like as far as um, being able to jump back into work and manage the work that's there when you do get back? Mm-hmm. That's a good question, Haley. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure exactly. <laughs> I've gotten back so quick. So, so I'm like being, being so disconnected is almost like a curse because like you just realize, yeah. wow, like like that yeah. vacation was just so epic. I love love just not being connected. Mm-hmm. It, it was mm-hmm. it was like a vacation from being so so connected to everything. Yeah. Um, at the same time. Well, and it's funny hearing that from him too, because he is the epitome of an extrovert. So he gets his energy from being connected to people and relationships. Sure. And so, but I think that it was a different kind of connection. It was a, a, a real um, genuine in-person connection with my family, enjoying being with my dad while he's on his biggest bucket list item of his life, enjoying the scenery and all of that. And so to hear him say it was so nice being disconnected is almost a little bit surprising just knowing how, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. But to answer your question, Haley, it's, yeah. it's taking it's taking a while. It's taking a while for me to get back into like the swing of things of yeah. like you know. Um, so so there, there's no getting away from um, emails piling up while, while I'm yeah. gone. I'm just there's nothing I can do about that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so thankfully, most of them was spam, and um, and I could get get you know. Actually, there was a very few uh, um, uh, actual. Uh, emails that I really need to get get to. So, uh, um, but but yeah, I mean, um, there is a uh, there is a time where like you, just, I have to just sit down and um, and and put my nose back to the ground stone to actually catch up, especially with emails, because I mean, mm-hmm. like people are, you know, the checks do need to be put in the bank. I need to do. I need to put them in the system. I need, you know, mm-hmm. so. The, so so uh, my clients will, will know I got we got the the emails and and or, or, or the checks or they got my the communication with me because that the autoresponder isn't going out anymore. Um, although I should just put another <laughs> another autoresponder. Uh, please be patient with me. I am very slowly getting back from vacation. We needed an extra week of autoresponder. How yeah. sick he was when we got back. But um, uh, that's yeah. beside the point. I was talking to Rich just right before the the live video today about how it really is a blessing that the industry that we're in, the service that we provide, specifically wedding photography, it is a luxury. It is not a necessity. It is not, nobody's dying. Nobody's had a heart attack and needs us. We're not medical professionals. So I feel like it's, it's, 
in as much as we want to offer the best customer service that we can and the best response time to emails and all of that, it is nice to know that at the end of the day, we have developed relationships with our clients. We have a great autoresponder email going while we're away and nobody's relying on us for sustenance or any sort of physical necessity. You know what I mean? Like we're talking about you know, someone getting started with their wedding album process or somebody inquiring. And the worst case scenario, like we talked about a few minutes ago, is not booking a job. And at the end of the day, there's still going to be like a an, um, communication. There's still going to be kindness. There's still going to be, um, you know, an apology if somebody ended up hiring someone else because we were away, which hasn't happened. But if it did, we could still apologize and say we were taking a much needed vacation. And at the end of the day, nobody's really worse off for our yeah. having connected. You know what I'm saying? We like, tend to kind of build ourselves up in our mind. I think yeah, like we're so a- important. <laughs> now it's the really will stop. Yeah. Spinning, you know? <laughs> Let us refer you to one of the other 20 phenomenal photographers that are in our area. You know what yeah, I mean? We'll so like 500. <laughs> <laughs> what would you guys say? I mean, it, really, I, like like we said earlier, we could probably have stopped on your your um, sermon there on values because it, <laughs> it really was so so good. But outside of that, do you have any other significant pieces or kind of a primary piece of advice that you could sum up um, your experience with, whether it was through this vacation or other vacations that you've prepped for and come back from mm-hmm. um, a, a piece of advice for the process of planning for our listeners. Mm-hmm. I think the most helpful thing that he is willing to do is uh, he already mentioned, which is not bookending our vacation with a lot of commitment. Yeah. Um, that mm-hmm. just takes so much pressure off mm-hmm. because you can ease back in. Mm-hmm. And honestly, let's be honest, vacation is incredible. There's no place like home, but coming back to reality can be harsh. It can be emotionally taxing when you've been able to go do something so incredible. Mm-hmm. It's It can be it sounds dramatic, but I honestly have a difficult time transitioning back emotionally. Um, when I've been with my family who I live kind of far away from and we've experienced something so incredible together. So just giving yourself a little bit of time, Hmm. this is a domino effect. Again, if you're going to be able to turn away a job, that might mean that you have to live a little differently and not buy the latest and greatest of everything all the time or get your spending under control or not, again, live below your means so that you can do this so that you can do that. So that X, Y, and Z, you know, mm-hmm. Yep. I yeah, feel like be, that was, yeah. No, no, that totally makes sense. I mean, it, it seems like there's a general principle here of uh, minimizing overwhelm by not overdoing it <laughs> all the way around, whether that's the way that you schedule your, yeah. your uh, work schedule, your upcoming events or portrait sessions or otherwise that you're shooting, or it's the mm-hmm. way that you're handling spending, just yeah. overdo it. Yeah. Be proactive. I, and and, uh, and I did um, schedule some commercial shoots um, and uh, and a game it session, but at the same time, those can be easily rescheduled. Like uh, like so when when Fair. we came back, um, uh, I didn't schedule. I didn't, but I definitely didn't book any weddings. Um, but like like I, I definitely contacted my commercial shoot um, and said, hey, you know what, I can't do this. Uh, can we reschedule? And they rescheduled for me. You know because. Mm. Um, so anything that was like easily rescheduled, uh, I, I, I mean, I'm a little more, you know, especially on the on, on the back end, you know, yeah. um, which is fine, you know. So uh, I think the um, combination of planning ahead, not overbooking, creating a really good 
satisfying autoresponder, and then communicating as much as you can with your clients beforehand and relying on your relationships that you already have with them to mm. kind of carry you through the two weeks or wh- however long it is that because, you'll be taking a sabbatical or a yeah, vacation. Because my, you know? cl- my clients, they're just, they're, they're amazing because I, I'm, 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 re- I'm personal with them. So they, they are, mm-hmm. I have a relationship with them. And when, when you have a relationship with them and people start viewing you less of a business, but uh, more as personal as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're more understanding, you know, uh, yeah, I, more I patient. you know, they're way, way more patient with, um, because of that, which is, which is great. But again, we try not to try their patience too much because <laughs> giving everybody's images to them before we leave. That's yes. a criteria for me. So yeah. that's a big prerequisite for me to really be able to disconnect and enjoy my time away. Um, even though it's not as big of a deal to rich, um, he respects the fact that it is a big deal to me. So I'm like, I'm just going to edit this wedding. And he's like, you do that, you know, <laughs> do what you need to do. So you, you go, girl. Yeah. <laughs> this is, well, this has been good. I, I have to say, I don't want to push our luck. I don't know where you guys are right now, but there's a, a thunderstorm. There, yeah, I'm yeah. hearing it. Yeah, I'm thunderstorm it. coming mm-hmm. through. Yes. So yes. I don't want to push our luck with the connection. We'll probably go ahead and finish up here. This has been truly, really, really good. Very practical, applicable for everybody listening in, if you have any questions, don't hesitate yeah. to reach out. Um, actually, Rich, throw out your Instagram handle so people can follow you guys and, and also ask any questions that they might have. Yeah, yeah. my Instagram handle is uh, just Rich Rich Smith Photo. So uh, you can find me uh, on Instagram at Rich Smith Photo, and uh, on 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 Facebook you can find me at Rich Smith Photography. Uh, and so, uh, and then you can also just go to my website and you can contact me through there as well. So, um, uh, but you, but, yeah, yeah but, but, but send all, yes. send all complaints to Nathan. <laughs> I, I do not take, if you try to get a hold of us while we were gone and we weren't there, yeah, talk to Nathan and, about and it. you're mad at me. It's Nathan's fault. Come through me. Uh, well, and to that point, if, for those of you listening in watching, um, thanks first of all, for listening and watching, but also if you have any suggestions, ideas for upcoming workflow Wednesdays, we do want to mix these back in. Mm-hmm. Um, Rich was suffering great depression by not being able to be in front of the camera. And we don't want him to go through that any longer. So I, I miss, I miss this. I really yeah, do. Yeah, it's, I, so fun. It's, it's genuinely enjoyable. And we really are going to plan on mixing some more uh, episodes into kind of the, the slew of Boca podcast episodes as well. So if you have suggestions for guests or topics that you'd love for us to dig into, you want to come on in and join us. Mm-hmm. Uh, just email Haley, H-A-Y-L-E-E at photographersedit.com. And uh, if you want a- us to do a whole live video um, on a show and tell of mugs, I mean, please let us know. <laughs> we can do that for you. We got mugs. Mugs. <laughs> mugs. Lots of mugs. And by the way, there are a, a number of Workflow Wednesday episodes from the last year or so that, that we've done. Um, and Haley said that she would actually put these into their own category at Boca, B-O-K-E-H podcast.com. So for those of you who are listening to the audio, by the time the audio of this goes out by this evening, um, you should be able to find that. So if you just go to bocapodcast.com, scroll down and go to the Workflow Wednesday category, you'll be able to listen to those as well. But thank you guys. Thank you everybody for listening in, for watching. Thank you, Rich and Heather and Haley yeah. for hanging out today. Yeah. It's so we, good to see you guys. We loved it as always, always. All right. We'll see everybody soon. See yeah. Thanks so much for listening to the Boca Podcast. Will you let us know what you thought by leaving a review of the podcast in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app? And I'd love to hear from you personally with your thoughts about the podcast and suggestions about future topics and guests for the show. My email is nathan at photographersedit.com. The Boca Podcast is brought to you by Photographers Edit, custom image editing for the professional photographer. Visit photographersedit.com.